Hello everyone, I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea. And this is You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop, a proud member of the Geek2Geek Media Network. And on this week's episode, we will be discussing one of our favorite solo K-pop artists, Eric Nam. Yay! <laughs> I just really love Eric Nam. Um, if that's not clear by the end of this episode, what have you been <laughs> listening to? <laughs> I'm just saying. Yes. Um, but before we get very deep into his ridiculously extensive career, um, Chelsea, what have you been doing this week? Well, K-pop related, I have been catching up on BTS Run because they've been putting up some really great episodes lately. Um, basically, like I was seeing photos of the florist episode everywhere and I was like, I have to catch up. <laughs> so I binge watched uh, a few of those this week. Like I'd kind of like that was my morning routine. I was watching BTS Run while having breakfast and all. And I watched the hundredth episode, I think yesterday. So now I'm all caught up and I'm really sad. It's fine. <laughs> um, and then I've just been like listening to the Itaewon class soundtrack because I binge watched that show this past week. So now I'm just like listening to that all the time because <laughs> it's a freaking great soundtrack. And... Yeah, that's kind of been about it. Um, I've just been busy binging K-dramas, so I unfortunately haven't had as much time as I'd like to to listen to K-pop, but yeah. What about you, Katie? Um, I've been watching It to One Class because I'm trying to like finish mm -hmm. it, but it's like a whole family affair, so like my mom and dad have to be there, even though I know my dad is like, he acts reluctant, but I know he secretly loves it, so he should just let it go. He'd probably be mad if he found out you were watching it without him. Probably. And I'm also watching One Spring Night, which I'm almost done mm -hmm. with. I only have two episodes left and like something just happened Ooh. in the last episode and I'm dying to like finish it. So nice. Oh my God. But yeah, that was the K that's the K drama part of my life that I'm doing. Yes. <laughs> um, but I have been I'm like I go through these phases where I get like super obsessed with a group. And, like, I can't just, like, let it go at all. Like, I just lis keep listening to them. I keep, like, binging their content, watching fan-made videos on YouTube, like, compilations and stuff. Oh, and yeah. got GOT7 is that group for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And on top of that, because they're having a comeback, like, in a few days. Uh, actually, it'll already be out by the time this episode is out. Oh, yeah. Um. They have been doing this past week. It's called Every Date with Got7. So every day this week has been a different date night with a member of Got7. And it has been the greatest thing that I have experienced in a long oh. time. And it's precious as hell is what it really is. Uh, Mark made ramen. So we had like he had ramen with agase and uh, ice cream. And Aww. then... After him was Yugyum, and he made chocolates in some, like, sweet shop or whatever. But the boy had some massively bad allergies, and he kept refusing to sneeze. So he was, like, crying because oh. he needed to sneeze. And we were just like, please, just just, just sneeze. You can do this. Like, just yes. let it go. Come on. Um, but it was really sweet. He also played Jenga and answered questions, too. 
Um, and then it was JB and he went to a bookstore, which was like totally on book, like with him. Cause he Aww. loves books a lot. And he brought a bunch of books that he really likes and like talked about them. And then he m- drew and like made a bookmark, which was like adorable as hell. It was really cute. Um, so, but last I missed last night's. No, I didn't miss it. Oh, okay. Wait, I forgot a person. So Jin Young went to not Jin Young. Uh, Young Jay was next after JB. Uh, he did. He made like dog treats or something, in hmm. like a shelter at like a, a a pet place, and he brought his he brought Coco with him, and oh. like. It was really cute, and he, like, was playing with the dogs, and, like, every time he would, like, play with this really fluffy Pomeranian, like, Coco would get jealous and would, like, stand between him and the other dog. It was really funny. Um, But that was really sweet. And then I missed last night's because it was in the middle of the night. It was, like, at 5 a.m., and I was like, I'm not getting I'm not getting no. it. No. Which was Jin Young, who's my bias, and I was really upset. He built furniture, Chelsea. He built... Aww furniture and like ikea furniture (laughs) he built like a stool and i was watching a little bit of it this morning and i was dying oh like i don't even he's he's a disney prince like 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 boyfriend material whatever just so many different things bam bam is tonight and then um the next day will be jackson but unfortunately i'm not gonna be able to watch either of those until much later because of uh, Bong Bong Con, which is happening yes. this weekend. Mm-hmm. We'll be busy. <laughs> well, for me, it's in the dead of night that it's happening. Mm-hmm. For you, it's in the morning. Yeah. <sighs> you know, I've, I prepped myself today by waking up a few hours early so I could wake up at 4 a.m. tomorrow. It's 8 p.m. Yeah, it's 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. for me, so that's, like, ridiculous. It's like I'd almost day. rather do that, though, because yeah. I am such a night person and not a mm-hmm. morning person. So. Yeah, I got you on that one. <laughs> um, I've also been really into listening to these, like, piano versions of BTS songs. So I've been listening to those while I work. They're, like, uh, incredible. Yeah. And I almost started crying during the piano version of Spring Day. I was dying. I was like, this is so beautiful. I was like, no one talk to me. Yeah. Sobbing in a corner. Yeah. Um, and then yesterday, a whole bunch of people had birthdays. And mm-hmm. Hong Suk and uh, I think it's Jino from Pentagon. Pentagon. Both did separate lives, but they did like birthday lives, but they did it on YouTube, which was different and interesting um oh we'll get into what also happened in the middle of the night last night because someone (laughs) broke you (laughs) too yep um but i also watched uh run bts's 100th episode it was amazing and hilarious i love when they play sports because they're just terrible there's oh my god the fact they're playing the badminton with a pot lid and a dustpan and a pan. And a frying pan. I was just, oh my god, the like little dink every time. <laughs> it was my favorite thing in the world, but also it really shows just how bad 
they like whenever they uh, split up into teams, they just happen to split each other into the vocal line versus the rap line. And who was it? Was it was it Yoongi who was like, "We never win. We always lose when we're a group together. Yes. Why do we always lose?" <laughs> Poor babies. He was getting so frustrated. It was very funny. <laughs> it was really funny just watching them and like watching Namjoon with the the, the like the pot lid was hilarious. <laughs> He's so bad. He was so bad. <laughs> oh, the baby. I can't wait until the next episode. It's going to be so great. Yes. Um, And then I never talked. I never actually like talked about my virtual fan meet with Mont. Like I mentioned that I was doing it, but I never said like how it was. Yeah. You talked about it on our other podcast, but you forgot That's to true. talk about it over here. Um, well, it was amazing. I was nervous the entire time. And, um, it was it was interesting because they they're really really nice and really sweet and stuff and so i talked to bitsian first and then rhoda and then narachan and narachan is uh the member of the group that speaks the most english so you had like the most amount of time with him but like bitsian and rhoda were like fantastic but what was really funny is that like because it was a video chat, they could see in my room, and Narachan could see my bookcase, and he's like, you have a lot of stuff, and I was like, I don't need you to tell me that. <laughs> like, stop judging. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I do, okay. Like, but it was really funny because uh, they were just, like, asking me questions about stuff, and I was asking them questions, and then I made Bitsian and Narachan, like, laugh super hard during the video, which was really, really funny. And I thoroughly, like, enjoyed watching them, like, <laughs> break down. It was just really funny. I made gifts out of it because it was really hilarious to, like, watch them laugh when they, like, they connected two things and then were just like, what? And then started laughing. And Narachan told me I was funny. So thank you. Yeah. Um, but anyways, so this week has been like a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff happened, but it was like all just kind of like announced all at once. And I don't know. It was kind of crazy. So a lot of comebacks were announced for sure. Oh yeah. And it was like weirdly announced, not like normal announced. It just sort of like happened and you're like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. Um, so basically like what was going on in this week is that like, um, this weekend is Bung Bung Con, which is like BTS's concert live stream. It's two days, 12 hours each day, eight BTS concerts. And by the time people listen to this, it would have already happened. <laughs> it, uh, I can already tell you that it's going to be the best two days of no sleep ever. Basically, that's what I'm telling you. That's for sure. <laughs> um, I had mentioned stuff with YouTube earlier. It's because... <laughs> So last night, for no for no apparent reason, Namjoon tried to go live on YouTube and crashed YouTube twice. Yeah. It, I, I don't even know because it was just, I was on my phone. It was like 12 something. And then I get the notification that Bangtan TV is live. And I was like, wait, what? And click it. And it just was spinning. Just spinning. Yeah, you had told me, and I was like, wait, what? And I, like, logged on, and it just was loading forever. But the comments were going so fast. You couldn't even read them. They were going so fast. I, it was like, 
in my mind, I'm just thinking, I'm like, if YouTube can't handle a sudden live from BTS, how are they going to handle streaming uh, Bong Bong Con? These concerts. Yeah. I know. I'm I'm worried. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little worried on how this is going to go this weekend. I'm hoping that, like, because it was announced so far ahead of time, that they'll maybe prepare for that. But, like, man... They were not prepared for this random live stream. It's it, it actually kind of blows my mind a little bit that uh, an app like VLive is able to handle sudden, like, massive influxes of people for surprise live streams. But, like, YouTube couldn't handle it, like, at all. It just crashed. Yeah. I, exactly. I don't know. But uh, eventually he was able to go live at, like, 150 or something in the middle like for me it was like in the middle of the night i was asleep already i gave up after the second time i was like i'll Mm -hmm. watch it if he gets it working but apparently i read a translation of it and he announced that bts is working on another album um because Mm -hmm. they're supposed to be on tour but they're not because everything's been postponed or canceled so what else are they gonna do how about another album why not there you go. I mean, I'm excited. I about mean, it. I'm super stoked. Um, but they also said he also said that they're planning on going live uh, at least once a week to share parts of their daily lives with Army because I think they really, really miss us. That's basically what it is. I agree. They've been extremely active on social media this week more more so than they really have been in a long time. They're doing like that BTS a day thing where they like like post a photo a day yeah. and each member like is posting something. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, they've been super active. So it'll be really exciting to like see those like live streams because they also said they might be showing some of the process of them making an album. So I'm. I mean, I'll take whatever they give me. If they just want to live stream like him Honestly. sitting there in a chair staring at a computer. I will watch it. Absolutely. Um. But yeah. So by the time this episode comes out got sevens comeback will be out the day before um so make sure you stream not by the moon because yes it's i'm already telling you it's gonna be amazing i haven't seen it yet but it looks amazing and this comeback like the the teaser photos and all the all the concept photos oh my god they're amazing i didn't under i they're like 18th century princes is what somebody said. And I was like, accurate description of how this group looks right now. Absolutely. Oof. Oh, and I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. Like I'm dying over here just to like hear the album is going to be so good. I know it already. I just miss gossip so much. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, also on top of that, Solar from Mama Moo announced a comeback, which will be coming out on the 23rd. It looks amazing already based on the concept photos. Um, also, like, I just recently biased her. So, like, this is my girl right now. I'm real excited. Exactly. I know. It was funny because this announcement came after, like, like right after we recorded our episode on Mama Moo. So we were like, oh, perfect time. <laughs> oh, isn't this convenient? And also, Wien had her birthday. So, like... Yes. Also, happy birthday to her. She she put up like two covers mm-hmm. on their YouTube channel, so you have those to watch as well. Oh, so good. 
Um, Noir also announced a comeback, which is coming out on the 27th of this month. It's called Up in the Up the Sky, and the concept photos sort of had this like vampire like concept thing going on. It's insane. Like it looks really, really good. I'm it does very stoked for Noir's comeback. It's gonna be their fourth mini album, so I'm really excited. Um, NCT Dream also announced they're releasing an album. Like, it's a full album, I believe. Like, Ooh, okay. Um, it's called Reload, and it comes out on the 29th. So it was sort of like, everybody was sort of shook, like, when it got announced. Because it wasn't, like, announced on, like, Twitter or anything. They, like, their staff dropped a notification on Linson. And everyone was like, okay. wait, what? And they also announced that because the other... All the members of NCT Dream are going to be graduating. Um, so they made an announcement about the future of NCT. It's kind of confusing. I guess you're like you'd have to read the thing. So basically, like they're graduating and then they're also creating new subunits. And also Dream will still exist. It's different from what they've always that what they've done, which is like when they graduate from the group, they distribute them to other to the other units, which they might still yeah. do. But they're also planning new subunits that will also include Mark. So Mark's probably going to debut for like the eighth or ninth time. Apparently NCT can't have a subunit without Mark. <laughs> Apparently it's not possible. Like, <laughs> I don't know if like, like Mark is my bias. So like I am 100% on board, but apparently they feel like they can't debut a new NCT group without Mark. I, th- I think they think, like, they can- it's just not possible. I mean, I'm not complaining. I mean, obviously Wavy didn't, but... Yeah. <laughs> That's the only subunit that doesn't have Mark, because I don't think he speaks Chinese. Yeah, exactly. But he, but he like, could, ev- if he knew every it... Every Korean-speaking subunit. <laughs> I know, if he could, he probably would. <laughs> oh, my God. It cracks me up so hard that he's, like, in every... Like, he's in every group. It's just ridiculous. I love yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I love it too. Oh, I love Mark. Um, let's see. Monster X announced a new comeback. It's called Fantasia X. It comes out on the 11th of May. And also, they dropped a new music video today called "You Can't Hold I know, My you Heart." Posted it a couple minutes ago, right? Yeah. I was like, it came out at 9 a.m. It's 10:05. I was like, what the f? <laughs> All right. Um. Astro also announced a comeback with all the members. It's going to be in May also. Don't know exactly when, but it's happening. Thank God, because um, the last album, they did promotions without Moonbin because he was taking a break. But this time, Moonbin's going to be with them. And yes, I'm excited. I'm also terrified because Unu's been dropping all these like photos and stuff on his Instagram. And it's really hard to handle. Mm-hmm. The man's not. It was like a Marie Claire photo shoot. Wasn't yeah. It? But like, yeah, oof. The man has like, just, I can't, I can't. He's not even my bias. He's my wrecker, but he's like wrecking it so hard. He's wrecking all of my biases, all of them. Yes. <sighs> Newest also announced <laughs> a comeback. <laughs> Theirs is also coming out on the 11th. So we're getting fed by like what I call like the grown up groups on the 11th of May. Yes. Definitely. So I'm excited for that. I heard a rumor about NCT 127 doing a repackage of the like latest album, Neozone, hmm. um, potentially in May. No idea. Heard about it. Don't know if it's true, but I mean, 
They can have my money. I don't care. Yeah. Um, then coming on the 4th, uh, not the 4th, on the 30th of this month of April is this like survival show called Road to Kingdom. And it's going to be featuring Pentagon, ONF, uh, Golden Child, the Boys, uh, Very, Very, One Us, and then this new group called Two. They just recently debuted. Um, based on the trailers and the teasers that I've seen, like that we've both seen already, it looks freaking amazing. Pentagon looks so good and like all of them look so amazing. So I'm like really interested to see how they do because like I love Pentagon and Very Very and One Us and I've just started listening more to the boys Golden Child ONF and then obviously two just debuted so they don't have a soup like a whole bunch of content but I did purchase their album so I'll get that when whoever when whenever California lets people sit like do things. <laughs> yes. Um also, a new group debuted, like, a couple days ago called Cravity. They're under Starship. They're amazing. I watched their music video. They look amazing. Apparently, they were highly anticipated. Um, also found out yes. yesterday that one of their members, Alan, um, was actually on the survival show with Stray Kids. Oh, yeah. And he didn't debut with them, but he finally debuted now. So that's really exciting. And he's still pretty good friends with Stray Kids. So that's like adorable and precious yeah, and amazing. And I'm sure he's extremely talented as well. Oh, I'm, I'm positive. Like I kept hearing his name more than anybody else's. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I know there's like a bunch of other girl group things, but the one thing that kept like I kept seeing a lot was that A-Pink's comeback came out. Oh yeah, a lot of um, a lot of K-pop artists were actually posting about this because mm-hmm, they like I think Moonbeal was posting about it and everything. Yeah, and they um, like dominated at music shows, which they were fairly surprised about. I guess like it was very shocking to them, like how well they are doing, and they kept winning and stuff. So like Ooh. I'm really happy for them. I haven't listened to their comeback, but like congratulations. Yeah. Um, all right. There's probably more stuff that was happening in the time I've been talking to you right now. Who knows? <laughs> we can only keep up so much. We can't, like, what was it this morning? I was wa- trying to watch, like, catch up on videos I missed. Like, Seventeen's, like, Dino from Seventeen dropped, like, a dance video or something. So I was, like, trying to watch that. And then it was, like, live, live, video, live. And I was like, give me oh, a break. so many people were going live today. Oh, my gosh. I had so many notifications. <laughs> I was like, let a girl breathe. Being a multi-stand is so hard. (laughs) It's very time consuming. It is. Okay. So why are we here? We are here to talk about Eric Nam. That's why we're here. Um, Because he's amazing and I love him and I've been binging his content for several weeks. That's why we're here. Um, I like how did you see that? I was like, I'm just super obsessed with him lately. (laughs) Yes. Nomination. Basically. I mean, um, yeah. I was listening to his music like all day yesterday and then like all last week. Yeah. Um, his latest album is super incredible. Um, but yeah, I've just been surrounded by Eric Nam content because he's got like podcasts and tea and like uh shows on YouTube and he's posting videos and he's texting people and I'm just like okay. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I'll talk about you more, Eric Nam. Okay? We get it. 
He must be extremely busy. He started a third podcast, like, in the last week. And I'm just like, you have too much time on your hands. Um, But I get it. We're all sort of in that, like, space right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyways, like, who is Eric Nam? He's been around for a while. Didn't realize he had such an extensive career until I was trying to put it in bullet points. Yes. Um, anyway, so Eric Nam was born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia. So he is from the United States. Um, he, he graduated, uh, from Boston college where he majored in international studies and has a minor in Asian studies. Apparently he accepted a position as a business analyst for Deloitte consulting in New York city, but deferred his position to participate in a microfinance initiative in India. But then after that decided to pursue his career in entertainment. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> As one okay. does. As one does. Um, so after he did a cover, I don't know what cover of what song, it didn't say exactly, um, of a song that he like posted on YouTube. It went viral. He got invited to compete in a music competition in Seoul. And mm. I think he got into the top five but didn't win the show, but did really, yeah. really well. I think he was like fifth place is what it was, yeah. Yeah. I mean... I don't know who won. Record deal, so yes, yes, he did. He got a. He was signed to B two M Entertainment on September twenty fifth of two thousand and twelve, and then he officially debuted on January twenty third of twenty thirteen, and he released his first EP called Cloud Nine with the title track called Heaven's Door. Um, and then right after that, he basically did a lot. He did a lot of like emceeing is what he's done. Has he done a lot of mm-hmm. like being an MC for different shows and different uh, like K-pop content related shows and interview shows and stuff like that for yeah. years after he officially debuted. So from 2013 to 2016, he was the mc of a show called after school club it's like an interactive k-pop show that allows artists and fans to interact during the show mm-hmm. um have you ever watched any episodes of after school club i watched one with him rm jungkook and jimin like from back in like like i don't know 2015 or mm-hmm I watched that today because I wanted to watch some of his hosting gigs. Mm-hmm. It was very cool because it's like mostly in English, but like part partially in Korean. And then they like talk with people on Twitter or, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've seen I've seen a lot of clips and stuff from like episodes that he's hosted and like different ones I've watched. I watched a full Stray Kids episode that was on after School Club because they usually go live on YouTube and that's where they like host mm. the show is on YouTube. Yeah. Um I feel like I've seen a few with Jay from Day 6 as well. Yeah, I think Jay was like a host on that show for a while also and like a couple other shows as well. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't recognize him before because I didn't really listen to a lot of Day 6 before, but mm-hmm. like then when I see him I'm like, "Oh my god, that's Jay." <laughs> or that's Eric. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know because they look they look different, obviously. Yeah, um, but like throughout this time, he's like interviewed a bunch of celebrities and a bunch of artists, and he's done, like, he was an official ambassador for the or uh, on the behalf of Korea at the Olympics too. Mm. 
I mean, before that he's like probably fluent in English, so he can kind of very easily mm-hmm. translate, you know, for both. And because I know he did a lot of interviews, interviewing like American movie stars when they would come over and do like a press junket, you know, because mm-hmm. he was obviously very easily able to talk to them. Um, but yeah, he he hustled, man. He hustled. <laughs> We're still in like 2014. We haven't even like gotten to like current day, but yeah, I know. Um, so in April of 2014, he released another digital single called uh, "OO," and he had a sold out stage at the Soul Jazz Festival, which is really exciting. So he's moving up. He's like his career is moving forward, which is really cool. Yes. Um, and then in December of 2014, he released a second digital single called Melt My Heart. Uh, and then in February of 2015, um, Eric was featured on Amber Liu's uh, EP, uh, Beautiful, on the song I Just Wanna. And then March of the same year, he released another single called I'm Okay. And it also had a music video with it, which was pretty great. Um, and then he released another single called Dream, which featured 15 Ands and Park Jimin uh, for a charity project. J- is I, I forget how to say her name exactly. Is it Park Jimin? I see her name called Jamie, too, as well. I'm not sure. I think that's her. Anyways, moving on. Um, then in December of 2015, he signed... An exclusive contract with CJ E&M. And then he released his second EP uh, interview with a title track called Good For You on March 24th of 2016. And then on June 10th of 2016, he released his first U.S. single called Into You, which is a col- he did a collaboration with an electronic band called uh, Cola J, I think. Sounds right. Yeah. And then he released another digital single called Can't Help Myself in July of 2016. And the lyrics were written by Epic High's Tableau and then featured AOMG and Rapper Logo. That's a great song, too. It was a very good video as well. Like, it was very cute. <laughs> it was very good. I love, you know, um, Tableau is like an incredible lyricist. Like, he writes such great lyrics. And they collab a lot. Nice. And uh, Tableau is also super smart. I believe he has a very high degree. I think he has a PhD. Oh, I wow. believe. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. Then he headlined at KCON New York and KCON LA in 2016, which is, like, really exciting. Yeah. I'm like, every time I read like, oh, they went to KCON or whatever, I'm super bummed about the fact that I wasn't into K-pop until like two years later. I know. I know. Like, there's like this whole underground. (laughs) There was all these things going on that we had no idea were happening because we were just didn't know at all. It's so weird. Oh, okay. You know now. It's okay. I know. I know. Oh, my God. Okay. So on April 11th of 2018, um, Eric released his second EP called Honestly and then went on his first North America tour, uh, which was the Honestly tour. I love that song. Like, I also love this album very much. It's really, really good. It has a combination of 
English, Korean, and then there's also a song that has Spanish in it. Like, he's got... Mm-hmm. He so easily, like, moves between languages, which is really cool. I think he also can hold a conversation in Mandarin as well, as speaking fluent in Korean and in English. Um, he also speaks some Spanish. It's just, like, who are you? Now he needs to drop a, a Japanese comeback. Like... <laughs> <laughs> needs to complete you know complete the list yes and i will (laughs) say that before i started listening to eric nam specifically and i think before i was even listening to k-pop really i actually have heard him sing before and didn't realize Mm -hmm. which was on this remix single that he did with loot which is your side of the bed and it's like one of my favorite songs and i didn't I didn't know Eric Dumb. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I know. I didn't know either. In fact, when I was uh, preparing for this episode, I listened to a lot of his music just on shuffle. Like I just went on to Spotify and hit shuffle on Eric Nam and this song came up and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, why is this playing when I, I hit Eric Nam? And I was like, oh, okay, perfect. <laughs> It's legitimately a really great song. And I also really love Lute. And when he was on his Honestly tour, he had them. They also played with him. Oh, nice. Yeah, they were like opening or they did like a special stage with him, which is really cool. Um, so check out Lute. They're really great. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a very good song. Okay, we're almost to current day. We're almost there. Um, on April 8th of 2019, he released another digital single, uh, for Runaway, which is a great song. Also has a music video. It's super good. Yes. Um, and then on the 17th of April of 2019, he debuted his first podcast called K-Pop Daybok with Eric Nam, which is really great. He does a lot of interviews and stuff, which is also really cool. I think one of the, I want to say that this was the show um where he interviewed bm talking about the uh, big titty committee which i think was on the show (laughs) that was the first episode of k-pop daybok i ever listened to which was that one and i'm still laughing about it because even like watching the clip of like where you see eric's face he's like wait what (laughs) it's really funny (laughs) Um, And then in November of 2019, he released his first English album called Before We Begin, which is the first album that I've ever purchased um, of Eric Nam's. And it featured uh, Love Die Young and Congratulations. And I think Congratulations was the title song for this album. Yeah, I think so. Uh, The music video is really good. I put there was a music video for Love Die Young, but there's not. It's like a lyric music video, but it's still really pretty. Yeah. all the images that they use for it is really great. Um, and then apparently he wasn't busy enough or or he was just bored or something because he decided to launch another podcast in December called I Think You're Dope with Eric Nam, where he interviews people. He interviewed Jenny Han. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. The author of uh, To All the Boys I've Loved Before series. Um, he also interviewed the two... Uh, Korean Olympic figure skaters or I think they're like ice dancing or they're a couple there. They do couple uh, figure skating. Um, He interviewed them and that was a really good episode. Um, But yeah, he like interviews people because he's just like, I think you're dope and he wants to talk to you. So 
That's so cool. Probably maybe he wanted to interview people that like weren't just in the K-pop community. And he's like, oh, well, I'm, you know, I guess I need to create a whole new podcast to be able to do that. Yes, basically. And all his podcasts are under Dive Studios, which is like where they have a lot of really great podcasts. So I'm yes. here for it. Um, and then he finally went out on his first world tour, which was unfortunately postponed. <laughs> Part of it was at least, um, was yeah. postponed because of the COVID-19 pandemic, but he's already rescheduled some of the shows like the LA shows he was supposed to do got rescheduled for September. Um, but they're all sold out, but I really want to go. <laughs> but will it even happen? Cause didn't LA ban any large gatherings I- this year? I don't know. So as of right now, the governor of California has said that we should not expect to be able to attend any sort of large gathering, like concerts, sporting events, until next year. Yeah, which really upsets me. But I, I have a lot of feelings about it. Like, um, I don't know what's going to happen. I think they're taking it week by week, month by month to see how things go. Um, so there is a very big possibility that we will get to, that Eric Nam's concerts in September will happen, but I do not know. I yeah. would love, I would love to see him. Currently, they're saying that his concerts are sold out, but yeah. I would be willing to buy secondhand tickets somewhere because I just really want to be in the same room as Eric Nam. Yes. <laughs> Clearly. Anyways. So the la the second to last thing on this list of long things that he's done is one of my favorite things, which is he's did this like um variety show kind of thing called Whiting on Facebook Watch. It was an eight episode series that was airing weekly on the Dive Studios um YouTube not YouTube, Facebook page. Um and it featured K pop like he hosted the show, so Eric Nam hosted the show, and then it featured uh, Jay from Day Six, BM from Card, uh, Amber Liu, Jamie Park, uh, Peniel from BTOB, and then Ashley of Ladies Code, um, and they would complete a series of games for pride, bragging rights, and prizes. The prizes episode where they like gave out prizes for who won was absolutely freaking ridiculous. What they were getting, I think somebody <laughs> what got. Were they getting? One of them got. Um, I think Jamie got a bathroom sign. Like they were ridiculous prizes, like a oh like a men God. and women's bathroom sign. Yeah. Um I think Peniel got a selfie or like a or like a 10-minute date with Eric Nam and he goes, "Who wants to buy this?" <laughs> this. <laughs> oh my God. It was really funny. He was like, "If anybody needs this, like check eBay. I'll be selling it." <laughs> oh my god it was really funny it was really really good and like i thoroughly enjoyed this show specifically because it was just so like how you would expect people to really act like there was a part where uh they they had to like they're taking a quiz and eric said um what what has a head and a tail but no body and the first thing out of out of Jamie's mouth was sperm. She was like, a sperm. And then Jay in the back was like, true. <laughs> and Eric's face was just like, no, what? No. 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 What, are you, what is wrong with you being? 
It's a coin, by the way. A coin. Yes. <clears throat> it was oh, just really geez. funny. It was very adult and very like what you would expect like from all of this particular group of people. It was so good. But like every time Eric would like, he goes, we're going to have another episode. We're definitely not doing another season. I don't know if I can do this again. <laughs> but it's really yes. funny. I highly recommend the episodes are like less than 15 minutes. So it's so good. There was clearly not enough of it. I need another season specifically just because it was so ridiculous. Um, we could probably do it over over like Zoom or Skype or something. Oh my God. They totally could. And it would be really funny. Yeah. But I don't know if Eric has time because apparently he started another podcast last yes. week. <laughs> this is true. This is true. With his two brothers. Um, it's called Commit or Quit. So basically what they do is they pick a TV show, watch two episodes of the show and give their feedback. They did It's a One Class and they watched Tiger King. And then they just posted another episode today. Um because <laughs> basically like Eric Nam does this thing. He's like, Hey, so I just posted a like another episode. They did sky castle. And he was like, text me a photo of your subscription and maybe I'll text you back. And I'm like, don't lie to me, Eric Nam. You're never going to text me back. <laughs> That's all I can say. Oh, geez. Anyways. Oh my God. He did so many things. I can't even function. Yes. All right. Um, that's it. But he could start another podcast in the next five minutes. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, is he I think he's quarantining with his brother or at least with one of them. So it makes sense that he would start one up with them. I think just, he's you know I mean? quarantined with Eddie, one of yeah. his brothers, um, which I discovered was a producer of his album. Of his like oh, of his nice. new album, I was looking at I was looking at the album earlier, and I saw that he was a producer on it. So that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. He was a co-producer. Cool, which is really sick. Um, but yeah, I don't know. He could start another podcast in the next five minutes. Who knows? <laughs> I'm just yes. kidding. I really love Eric Nam. Anyways, Chelsea, Eric Nam. Yes. Well, I have been a casual listener up until this episode, so this episode gave me an excuse to deep dive, and I have very much enjoyed all the content. I've always enjoyed his music. I like the fact that, you know, he does a little bit of English and Korean, and you get that variety, and he's got a really good sound, and from, like, clips of him that I've seen on the internet, he's always extremely, like fun to watch like I've seen him on like a few different interviews and he's just he's very like chill he's he's chill but he's also very rambly and I find that very very funny and I watched more interviews today as well and I just love how he's like he's on this constant loop of like I'm going to be really confident and then he's like oh no but I'm really insecure about that oh no but you know what screw it I'm going to be confident again (laughs) So he's on this like just constant circle of like that's why he rambles so much because he's like no no it's cool I'll just say what I think and then he's like oh wait but but should I actually do that you know what no definitely and he like doubles down (laughs) Uh, like I watched a a video of him doing like 
he was on Tasty, like, cooking eggs or something. And he was, like, completely, like, he was completely confident. And then he made it. And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm not sure this is actually good. Let's, let's, let's do another round. Let's do another round. And then he, they tasted it. And he's like, no, but is it okay? Like, is it all right? Are they, are they actually good? And then she's like, yeah, no, they're good. And he tastes it. And he's like, these are the best. Don't be shocked when, when you try this. They are the best eggs you've ever had. <laughs> It just he just goes in this like weird pattern. It's just really funny. <laughs> he seems like a super endearing person. Like he seems super chill and would be like super fun to hang out with. But he like yes. he's very chaotic at the same time because he's like all over the yes. place, right? <laughs> right? Definitely. But it's like so much fun to just like I love watching his videos and like watching him because it's really funny because he tries to be like super serious and like confident yeah. like you were saying, but then he just like has a meltdown. He does. Um, and then he's like, yeah, no, that, that was perfect. But what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, oh my God. Um, I love his, I watched, he has this like, he started this like YouTube series of videos called Nom Noms with Eric Nom or something yes. where he like cooks. I saw that. That was great. I really want to make the dish, the kimchi, I forget the how to so, say it. It's the soft tofu kimchi stew, right? Or kimchi yeah. soft tofu. Yeah. yeah. It looks so good. And it was really funny because he's like cooking it and he goes, I don't know if this is going to be good, but we're just going to go with it. And then his brother in the other room is like, are you done yet? And he goes, I'm filming. <laughs> he did. And he was like, can you leave? <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm really hungry. He's like, get out of here. <laughs> it was great oh my god and he's like texting a picture to his mom he's like i can't believe i did this this is great my mom's not gonna believe i actually did this it's so funny i love um i love if you ever watch any clips from like when he's doing his like ments during like during his shows he -hmm. talks about how his mom came to his show and i think in atlanta or something and he goes uh he's talking about one of his songs um it's the i'm sexy song oh yeah and he was like my mom saw it and and i was dancing and she goes no too sexy it's too (laughs) sexy and so because he was doing a lot of like body rolls and stuff and he goes so you know what i did i added more body rolls oh my goodness you're sexy, I'm sexy. That's the name of the yeah. song. But it Appar- was just... He said apparently, like, the audience gets super into it. That's what he says. It's, just, like, one of his favorite ones to perform. It's it's such a great song, too. But I'm dying over the fact that his mom is just like, no, too sexy. Too sexy. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I've also been seeing him, like, his videos and stuff have been popping up on, like, TikTok from, like, people being at his uh, concerts and stuff. And he gets a lot of, like, signs that ask people like are asking him to like step on them or to like slap them in the face or something. He was like, there will be no violence. There is no violence at this show. I will not step on you. I will not hit you. Why do you guys keep asking me for that? It was just really funny. Which is probably like what makes people do it more because they get a response. He's like super interactive on like a, it feels like on a very different, like more, on your level kind of thing. Like the way he yeah. like talks and interacts with people because it just seems like it's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't even know. Text me back, Eric. No, 
what I want. Um, but honestly, like, I would love just to spend, like, ten minutes talking to him about, like, just existing in the world just to, like, I don't even know. I just want to talk to him. I just want to cook with him. And then, like, because he seems like, he seems like he cooks a lot like how I cook. Very, like, you have a plan, you start out with a plan, you look at a recipe, but then you just abandon it about halfway through and just go by instinct. And, like, it eventually all comes together and it's actually pretty good. Like, that's definitely how I cook. So I would love to cook with him. Be like, yeah, what do you think? Should we just throw this in? Yeah, why not? (laughs) Freaking love it. Um, Okay, so when was the first time you heard about Eric Nam? Um, I think it was when he went on Not Too Deep with Grace Helbig. When I think Mm -hmm. you sent me the video... Because I had already watched, um, I've been a long, huge fan of Grace Helbig, but I hadn't seen that interview with him. And he, it was him talking about BTS. And it, he was so eloquent about, you know, what BTS was. And you, I think you had sent me the video. Mm-hmm. And that's where I first, like, heard his name. And then... I forget how I came across his music. I think I must have just like looked him up after that. Mm-hmm. And and then it just like the it's like it's like with anything in K-pop, the more you get into it, the more you hear about this like the same groups and the same, like these names pop up and you're like, oh, I really need to check them out. I hear about them all the time. Mm-hmm. Eric Nam was one of those people. It was like he was just kind of like popping up everywhere and you were constantly hearing about him. So yeah. He he does a lot of interviews where he talks about like what it means to be an idol. Like I remember watching an interview or like hearing an interview with him about where he was talking about like BTS and like what their lives are truly like and like what it means to be an idol and what people should really think about when it comes to K-pop artists and like how difficult it is and the behind the scenes kind of stuff because he's not quiet about some of the things that have happened um behind the scenes so i've like heard some interviews with him where he's like really talked about it and sort of like tried to be honest about it which i really like i like those interviews where they they really like try to be honest about what it's like having a career in this industry Mm -hmm. so well and how like i think he also likes to go into the fact that just because he is in k-pop like he says like people have this like one idea of who he is because he's linked with k-pop and he like feels like people kind of need to like open their mind a bit about it because yes while he's very heavily linked to k-pop it's like people have this narrow-minded view of it and think that it's one thing and it's really not and then they like listen to his music and they're like oh this just sounds like the music I listen to all the time, it just happens to be in the language. And it's like, yes, that's, that's the point, you know? So he, he talks a lot about that, like going back and forth, you know? Mm-hmm. Like that mindset between how people need to be more open-minded about that. K-pop isn't just like, like BTS. Like it's something more than just that. It's something more than just, groups of guys or girls like that dance or this like high yeah this highly manufactured thing and like yes Mm -hmm. it can be but it's 
a wide range of things. Exactly. Um, okay, so what are your favorite songs of his? I really, I would say Congratulations was the first song that I like would listen to on repeat and like put on playlists and things like that. Um, Come Through was then the second one. I listened to that a lot. And then I would say with like diving deep into him this week, my two favorite that I've come to love with watching the videos are Runaway and Miss You. And then uh, Can't Help, what is it? Can't Help Myself? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those ones I just I really like the video and I really like the vibe and all that. Yeah. Same. Really good. Um for me, I like How Am I Doing is really good. I love that um song very much. Same with like Come Through. I listen to Come Through a lot all the time. It's really really good. Um honestly has become one of my favorite songs after just like listening to his music all the time. Um, mm-hmm. and then I like miss you, which is the Korean version. And then he has an English version called, I don't miss you. And both yeah. of the songs are equally just as great as each other. Yeah. And don't they have like opposite meanings basically? Yeah, I read that. So apparently miss you, which is the Korean, the Korean version of the song is about like him not missing that person and like getting over it. And then I don't miss you is like the complete opposite of it or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same song, different meaning. It was very, it was very interesting to read that. I was like, wait, yeah. what? Well, I found it interesting. He said when he writes songs, a lot of times he'll write them in English, obviously, because that's more, that's his native language. That's kind of more of what he gravitates or just like is more comfortable with. So he'll write them in English and a lot of times he'll work on translating that then into Korean so he says when he like writes songs in English, it's like it's like one less step. Mm-hmm. So I imagine maybe like when he wrote the one in English, then when he like went to translate it into Korean, he was probably like, you know what, like let's do a similar thing, but like flip the meaning or like flip the intention or mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe he was just kind of like playing with it that way. It's like, well, yeah. when I translate it, why don't I just translate it to be like the opposite of what I did with this one? Exactly. Um, real quick, we have to finish this because I have a meeting at 11. <laughs> oh, yeah. No worries. Okay. So for favorite music videos, I put for me, um, I really like the music video for Miss You. Uh, it was filmed in London. It's just very aesthetically pleasing. Like, yes. I love whatever filter that they used over the video. Yes. Yes. It's just really beautiful. And like Eric's voice is like has this sort of soothing tone to it like in specific songs so like in this song specifically like his voice is just very soothing and it's like a really just a really good song and it fits perfectly with like the setting of him just like walking around different areas of london with like just being aesthetically pleasing so it's just like overall just a great music video (laughs) definitely um, I also put Honestly, which I just thought was just freaking good anyway. Like, it's just a good song, and the video was really good. Um, Potion. Did you watch the music video for Potion? I did. I oh loved my, it. Oh, my God. It's so good. It has this, like, Latin vibe to the video, which I love. And yes. also, like, Eric has some killer jackets that, in this yeah. video, like, at different points. 
And I was like, the man has got like killer style. Or his stylist Absolutely. has killer style for him, whichever. Well, it is. well true, yeah. <laughs> his stylist did a great job. Exactly. Um, I like that this song like has um this song and like the video has this like mix of both English, Korean, and then Spanish too. Yeah. So it's this like beautiful intermixing of like three really beautiful languages. So mm-hmm. I mean like I say English is beautiful, but I have like whatever. But I really like Korean and Spanish specifically, like, a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's just really – it's, like, this perfect mix of, like, three, like, great languages together that just – it sounds perfect. Like, there would be no other way to have this, like, video and song. So it was very colorful, and I love all the, like, dancers uh-huh. they had. I just love his dancing, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like- great dancer. <laughs> He's so precious. Like – like I said, fan of Eric Nam. <laughs> yes. Um, have you listened to any of his podcasts yet? I haven't, no. I, I I know I like have all this time, but I don't have a lot of time to listen to podcasts specifically. Yeah. Um, I've listened to a few episodes of uh, K-Pop Daybok with Eric Nam. And then I've listened to, I think I listened to like part of the first episode of Commit or Quit. So. Nice. I, I listen to podcasts in the car and I'm not going anywhere, so I don't listen to podcasts. Yeah. It's really hard. See, that's uh, my problem is I'm I'm with my husband twenty four seven and there's not a lot of like room to go sep like there's I can go to the bedroom and like the pot this podcast room, which is like a teeny tiny closet basically. Yeah. <laughs> um but like that's kind of just awkward to go sit in a like a closet and listen to something on my own. So I don't always have a lot of time to do that. Yeah. Um, are you going to watch Whiting? Yes. Yes. Please. I, just, I wish it was on YouTube because I, I just find it very awkward to be on Facebook, but I will. I will commit myself to go and deliberately watch it. I have watched clips. Dang it. Just watch it. It's so funny. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Facebook is just awkward for me. I don't know why. I just really want you to watch it because it's so good. It's so yes. funny. Anyways. All right. We've talked for like an hour about how amazing Eric Nam is and people yes. should check out his music. Um, text him. Join his like texting phone number thing or whatever if you're in the United States or Canada. Um, worth it. He does text back. Um he hasn't texted me back, so what are you doing, Eric? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm waiting. <laughs> I am waiting. But anyways, um, just check out his content. He has tons of stuff. He's very well-spoken, and he does a great job with interviewing people, and also, like, he has a voice made for podcasting. Um, yes. So his podcasts are incredible. He has lots of episodes to keep you busy during, you know, being in quarantine and sheltering at place and all of that stuff. Um, just listen to his music, watch his videos, send him some love on social media. Yeah. He's a very easy artist to get into. Exactly. And he, because he ranges between, um, having songs in both Korean and English. So there's like a little bit of everything for everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, and he also does a lot of like, he did a beautiful cover of Euphoria. If you've, if you've listened to it, it's so, so good. It's on YouTube. He does a lot of covers too. And he's just like an overall really humble, chill, talented artist that people should 
pay attention to and give him some love. And he's also pretty much my age, which is like super fantastic, which I love. So oh, cool. Very cool. I think he's 31. So nice. Huzzah for Eric Nam. If anything, this is just a podcast about how much we love Eric Nam. Yes. <laughs> All right, so that's going to wrap up this week's episode of You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop. The show notes for this episode and every other episode can be found on our new-ish sort of website thingy that we have now, which is anchor.fm forward slash podcast. And feel free to reach out to us via Twitter or Instagram by using our handle lovingkpoppod. Uh, make sure to follow us there too. I'm getting really into posting too much stuff on our Instagram story because I'm bored. Um, just, yeah, lots of K-pop content for people to love. Um, if you want to chat with us in real time, you can actually join our Slack workspace and our discord server that we share with our podcasting network. There are really incredible people over there and they're super fun to talk to. Um, just about anything we get in fights about food all the time and everybody hates me for my pop tart preferences. So whatever, um, we'll include invite links for those in our show notes. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, basically every other podcast app. And be sure to stay tuned to the end of the episode for a promo from all the shows on the Geek2Geek Media Network. And don't forget to visit geek2geekmedia.com to find out more info on all of our networks, podcasts, and streamers. And until next time, bye! bye. Hey Geeks, this is Capsule J. I'm a streamer on the Geek2Geek Media Network. If you like discovering new games and chatting with cool nerdy folks, be sure to check out my channel on Twitch. You can find it at twitch.tv slash CapsuleJ. That's C-A-P-S-U-L-E-J-A-Y. I stream a blend of indies, retro games, and RPGs most Tuesday nights from 8pm to 11pm Eastern, and occasionally on Thursdays and weekends. Hope to see you then! Hi, my name is Joe Hogan, and I'm a geek. And if you're currently listening to this, there's a good chance you're a geek too. So check out my podcast, Geektitude. Each week, I talk with somebody about their geek aptitude. Sometimes I talk to people in a geeky profession. Sometimes it's someone doing something really cool with their geekiness. Often it's another geeky podcaster. But it's always someone who wants to share their inner geek. So join me each week as we come together to geek out about all the geeky stuff we love. And remember, this week... Keep it geek. I'm Void. And I'm Beach. And together, we're the geek to geek podcast. Well, we make it. It is kind of us, but I guess it's separate. Every week, we pick a topic from geek or digital culture and chat about it for a while. And you're invited. We talk about books and movies, games, comics, the internet. Or really whatever we feel like. Yeah, that too. So look for the geek to geek podcast on iTunes. Or wherever your podcasts are sold. Or downloaded. Or whatever. Hello friends, this is Troidal Power inviting you to join me over on Twitch most weeknights sometime after dinner. Video games have always been a social hobby for me, with friends and family crammed together on a couch chatting away while someone holds the controller. And thanks to the power of the internet, I've got my own virtual couch over on Twitch where you can kick back and goof off while I play games. Find me on Twitch by searching Troidal Power, that's T-R-O-Y-T-L-E Power, to snag a spot on the couch.